podcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show. Thank you for listening and thank you for joining. It has been a uh, absolutely wild weekend here at Health Masters, and a lot of stuff has been going on. And I'm sure you guys have been watching the news, and I hope you guys enjoyed the Hagman report on Friday. We went through a lot of stuff that was going on, and I, we encouraged everybody on Friday. We continue to basically just talk truth. That's what we do on this show. We continue to speak the truth of what's really going on. And so thank you again for the support of healthmasters.com. We went through on Friday, Doug and I did, and we went over some different topics. If you want to listen to that show, definitely I recommend you listen to it. There's a lot of stuff we went over because what's starting to happen now is we're watching the entire narrative that the mainstream media has been trying to promote and it's collapsing on top of itself right on its face. Israel now has pretty much stated that they've injected almost everybody with their third booster shot, but yet there are now dozens upon dozens of people in Israel that are in the hospital in a horrible health condition, and they've been fully vaccinated is what they classified with their third booster. And now the health minister has stated that the fourth booster will be available soon, and that everybody has to get their fourth booster shot because COVID is here to stay. That's what he said. And he said we're expecting anywhere between two to three booster shots every year in order to mitigate COVID. Now, obviously, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see through the complete and total treacherous lie that they're promoting and pushing on Israel, as sad as it is, for a country that's been – so prosperous to watch them go down this road of tyranny right in front of our eyes and watch medical tyranny be implemented literally on them right now. They're saying if, if you haven't had your third booster shot, you are not fully vaccinated, so you can't do anything. And the fourth booster shot will now be required to be fully vaccinated. Dad and I have talked about this in detail. This isn't just Israel. This isn't just Australia. This is a global plan. And this is exactly what they're going to try to push on everybody if people continue to comply with it. And what's interesting now, the Israeli health minister admitted, admitted on a hot mic that the vaccine passports are essentially all about coercing people to comply. He said imposing green pass rules on certain venues is needed to basically coerce members of the public to get vaccinated and not for a specific medical reason this is where they're taking this right now this is how far they're going to keep pushing this and at the same time you now have multiple companies multiple school boards and school systems that have now already started to discuss and implement in some cases the ai gun detection systems that are starting to pop up one of the most popular ones that has started now in canada that's now spreading down here is called patriot one technologies now, why do you think they called it Patriot One? Think they just came up with that random name? No, they didn't. They're trying to make it sound like what? Oh, that's right, the Patriot Act. That was implemented 20 years ago, right after 9-11. We saw that this weekend with the 20th anniversary, and we remember what happened also, too, with Benghazi in 2012. And the situation that's so frustrating to me is that so many people – lost their lives on that horrific day, but yet the truth has never come out about what really happened and who is really behind all of this. 
And once you saw that the stock market got shorted on September 10th, 2001, once you saw that the Pentagon came out and said they lost $2 trillion the day before, once you saw all of the information, it was very clear that people knew, certain people knew about it before it was going to happen. I talked to one of my good friends last night about it, and we were discussing the aspect of how so many people bought into the lie of the Pentagon being struck with an airplane. And it literally is straight facts. There was no plane that ever hit the Pentagon, period. From a physical standpoint, no Boeing 777 could have come into the Pentagon and punched an 18-foot hole in the side of the wall and had zero fuselage, zero jet turbines, zero shrapnel anywhere in the entire area just punched a hole right inside the pentagon it's literally impossible but yet so many people bought the lie and this is where they're taking us every single week every single month they're slowly taking us down this road like i said earlier with this patriot one technology in canada they are now integrating microwave radar scanners with ai technologies that is designed to identify guns on children in order to basically find active shooters, they said a lot of people were worried about the fact that they're going to be turning schools into full-blown surveillance zones where AI helps private companies collect and analyze students' data. More importantly, they say there's no public data available to assess and how much an AI-driven gun detection system is actually going to work in a busy school system. The system flags a potential gun by body reading. As far as these scanners, they scan everybody's body while they walk around the hall, and then alerts staff and then confirms whether or not it is an actual threat. The system's most common error are false positives, obviously. And this is just where they're starting to take everything. And the reason why I bring that up is because the more you see the school systems degrade into the communist dark hole, the more you have to start understanding that this was not by accident. There's a very clear-cut agenda to control and dominate the younger generation, so they can make sure they think, they say, they do, and they act exactly the way they expect them to in the future. And that's why it's so important we keep raising little Americans. What do you think, Dad? Oh, I said you're 100% right. Excellent opening. I mean, here, here's the thing that we have to realize is 9-11 was a giant psychop that was put on all of us, all of us. You know, George Bush reading his pet goat book. I mean, I <laughs> the symbology of that with Satanism is unbelievable. And, and we have this group of people that are continuing, continuing to manipulate the very essence of the reality on this planet. And that's who these guys are. And this is what 9-11, after 20 years, we still have no clear-cut answers on what happened. Now, we the patriots, we the remnant, so we are. We're the patriotic remnant in the United States of Christians that are left – about 10% of us that are actually even thought, even thinking about being awake, we're aware of what happened on 9-11. And yet when we try to talk about it, we're basically, how should I say, shut down. Remember what happened with, with Mancow when he asked Donald Rumsfeld and he wrote his book about Building 7 and the Solomon Building. And all of a sudden Mancow, and he doesn't think this is the reason, but I do, was pulled off an international, how should I say, circuit. And it was on hundreds of stations, and suddenly that went away. You can't talk about Building 7 to Donald Rumsfeld on national radio. People aren't supposed to know about Building 7. It's all just this giant psychop. And guys, we need to understand something. I'm going to read something to you real quick. This is from Ephesians. 
And I've quoted this verse over and over and over again, but I want to say something, and I want to stop in the middle of it now, and I want to really just kind of emphasize this to you. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when that day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. Yes, it says that in the word of God. Stand your ground. Like Florida has your stand your ground laws. And after you have done everything to stand, it's telling you to stand your ground. It says again in verse 14, stand firm then with a belt of truth locked around your waist, with a breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And verse 18, listen, this is important, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. Remember I told you on Friday, I pray continually throughout the day. And I want you guys to know that I had the opportunity and the privilege to once again pray for you this morning. I'm going to read this to you again. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when that day of evil comes and it's upon us now, I'm adding that, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, now listen to me. This is really important. I've been getting emails and texts and letters and phone calls all weekend about people that are down, down right now because of what's happening in the United States. And they're frustrated and they're depressed and they're about to lose their jobs. And let me share with you something about this. If we in the aggregate stand your crown, like it says in Ephesians, they can't fire all of us. They can't fire every nurse in a hospital. It's one of the big hospitals in the, up in New York now is having to stop basically delivering babies because the whole dog on maternity staff walked off and said, no, you won't vaccinate us. And we need to understand what this is. The United States has gone through a giant psychop on January the 6th in which we were subjected basically by Donald Trump to bringing the leadership of the entire patriot movement to D.C. and to then have them arrested. And basically, how should I say, marginalized. And Donald Trump didn't pardon anyone. And he didn't show up at the Capitol building. He didn't do anything. If the president of the United States has gone to the Capitol building, which he could easily have done, and could have walked in there with us, what are they going to do? Arrest the sitting president of the United States who's the commander-in-chief? No, he didn't do that. He set everybody up to basically isolate the leadership right now so that no one else will stand their ground and come and protest. He wanted millions of people to come to D.C. for January the 6th, and they did. And you saw what happened. We're having massive protests all over the world, all over France, all over Germany, all over England, everywhere but the United States. They're being forced to lock down. And China. China's not protesting much of anything. And if they did, they wouldn't tell you about it. It would be another Tiananmen Square that Austin talked about so vividly last week. So we've got to understand. So we got to get some water. That if we don't stand our ground now, it's just going to get much, much, much worse. Now think about this for a second. Are we going to comply with wrongful edicts? And, you know, you can go ahead and get vaccinated. You can do that. You can do it anytime you want. You can. And, and you may live 
for another two to three to five to ten years. And if you look at the VAERS reports with the tens of thousands of dead and the millions of people hospitalized and injured from these vaccines, you may actually, by complying, keep your job. And you might, in spite of yourself, after you got the vaccine, live for another three to ten years. You may even live longer than that. But this country is going to be gone. It will be no more. And this republic will have fallen. And when you're laying on your deathbed, I'm going to tell you this right now. When you're laying on your deathbed, because we're all going to have that rendezvous, that intersectional point. We're going to all be laying on our deathbed. I promise you that you would give anything, anything to go back into time to 2021 and to stand your ground like the word of God says. So this would not happen to your country because you will realize at that point that you have basically been taken over by this Kabbalist group of Luciferians that rule the world. And you will think, what did I do? Why did I do? Why did I comply? Why did I wear the mask in 2020? We pleaded with you guys not to do that. Remember? We told you, this is the beginning. This is how it starts. And if we don't stand our ground, we don't want to be, oh, I wish I should have. Oh, I could have. I wish I would have. We don't want to be that group of people. Why? Because if we're that group of people, we're going to live with complete and total regret all of the days of our life. Do you realize that Congress is actually exempt from having to take the shot? Remember, they exempted themselves from the <laughs> Obamacare. They have their own retirement. They have their own health care. And now they're being told that they, don't, they do not have to take the shot. I mean, it's unbelievable how they have set up one set of rules for themselves and another set of rules for us. And it's not okay. We've had 12 F-22 pilots walk off the job, resign their commissions as officers, as pilots in the Air Force. These are the high – it's literally hundreds – and I'm, this is not an exaggeration – hundreds of millions of dollars to train 12 of these F-22 pilots. These planes are super, 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 super expensive to maintain and to fly, and to get trained on these types of advanced aircraft. And 12 of them just said, nope, we are resigning our commissions and we are walking off the job. And we've got to understand something. If we all don't do the same thing that they just did, it's not going to get any better. I mean, the EU now is reissuing travel restrictions against the United States because we have such a huge amount of people coming down with COVID. It doesn't make any difference that the EU is also fully vaccinated in many of these places, almost fully vaccinated, and they have all types of people everywhere that are coming down with COVID. They don't care about that. They want to single out the United States because they want the United States to be basically punished. Now, why are they doing this? Why are they punishing us? Well, let me explain something to you, and this is really, really important that we get this. This group of Kabbalists that rule the world, who basically, you know, they, 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 they are the ones that do all of this stuff all of the time, and they're the ones who constantly are doing the things to destroy the planet. They really believe that their serpent god can't be resurrected until we, the Christians, the Protestants, the people basically who are standing for Jesus, are eliminated. And the, and the craziest part about this is the churches won't even address this. They won't even address any of this stuff. They're going to continue just to promote Zionism and everything Israel for as long as they possibly can. And why? 
because they've been programmed through the Schofield Reference Bible to do this. Now, the sad part about this is, is once you understand who these guys are, once you understand that they want you dead and me dead, and they even want all the Jews in Israel dead, they don't care. It doesn't make any difference. Anybody who stands against them, remember, they stood against Benjamin Netanyahu and ousted him, and he was a known Satanist. So now the Jewish people are suffering, and some European countries are banning the Israelis and the Jewish people from coming into their countries now because the COVID is so high in Israel with their fourth kill shot on the way, and many have already taken the fourth kill shot. So if we understand what they believe in the Kabbalah and in the Zohar and what they teach, when we finally understand that, we will begin to realize that these guys run the central banks, and these guys are the ones that continue to, how should I say, kill the population of the planet to fulfill their wicked satanic scriptures. That's what they want. That's all that Zohar is, a bunch of wicked satanic scriptures of witchcraft and sorcery. Taking the ancient Canaanite religions together with the ancient Egyptian religions and creating a primer on Satanism. And this is what they practice through. And this is what they do. But they want all of, they call us Goyim, by the way. They want all the Goyim dead. They hate us that much. Because we have stood in their way now for thousands of years because we believe in Jesus. Because he came to deliver us from the evil one. And he's telling us in the book of Ephesians to stand your ground. I met some people yesterday. We took a, we finally took a night off and went to a, had a date day at a hotel down in Sarasota. And we were, we actually met somebody, you know, having lunch and we talked to them for about an hour or so. And you know, he's a chiropractor. And she's basically a rep that sells medical aids. And it was funny because I was speaking to my friend Mike Florendino on the telephone. And I had him on my speakerphone. We were out on the balcony on this restaurant. And finally this lady says something to me. I love what you're saying to this guy. I love what you're talking about. I mean, kind of interrupted me with Mike. And I looked at her. Mike says, who's that? I said, oh, that's some lady who's listening to our conversation. And he goes, oh. And I said, let me go ahead and go, Mike. I'll talk to her. And she goes, can you tell me some more about what you're talking about? I said, yeah, we do a talk show on this. And she was awake, but not wide awake. And I told her Then her husband came down. My wife came down. We had a little get-together meeting there on the balcony. And I said, now, what I'm about to tell you is something most talk shows aren't going to talk about. We're going to tell you the truth right now, who's running the planet, why they're running the planet, and what the end goal is. And we did. And so the reality is this. If we're willing to do that one to another and help each other to understand who and what is happening, who and what is happening and who's doing it here on this planet right now, it's going to make a whole lot more sense. Because unless you can define the enemy, unless you can define who's doing this, it's very difficult to stand your ground. It's very difficult to say, oh, I don't know who to stand against. Well, let me tell you this. It says BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard own 99% of all productive assets in the world at this point. You kind of got to look at who owns your company that you work for. You kind of have to dig into the stocks and find out who bought up the company. And pretty much if it's one of the top 1,600 firms here in the United States, it's going to be BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, which are the Kabbalist groups of people through the bloodline families and the international bankers who own everything. So you've got to stand against that because the one thing that they really like is greed. These guys are all about greed, and if they really feel that you're going to shut their whole corporation down, shut their whole organization down, they will back off, I promise you. Not as much because of the money, because that's important to them, but because of the algorithms that they run continually online. 
because they know there's only a few hundred thousand of them on the entire planet that are doing this. And they know that once we wake up and we say no, they're going to back off because they cannot control this many people. Hence, population reduction. They want us into a group of population of about 500 million people that they can actually come in and coerce us and control us. Look at what China just said, which is another Rothschild cutout country. Once this situation gets out of control, quote, Chinese state media vows its military will show up at the U.S.'s doorstep and we will win. What? What? The Chinese are telling us they're going to show up with their military at our doorstep and they're going to win? Why would they do that? Well, because they basically don't allow transgenders in their military, do they? They don't allow gays in their military, do they? They don't even allow transgenders and gays on their TV programs because they know that when they do that, they subvert the entire culture. And we have subverted the entire culture of our military. I'll give this one to Trump. He pulled that transgender stuff back out. Biden put it right back in again. And here's the deal. If they have their way and they feminize the entire military – how is a gay guy who weighs 120 pounds who thinks he's a girl, right? I'm just not picking on all of them, but I'm picking on that one, who's basically in the trenches with you, and they're overrun by Chinese military. How are they going to fight? They weigh 120 pounds. How's that going to work out for everybody? And the world is looking at our military and the self-destruction of what happened in Afghanistan. And I hate to say it, it's all part of degrading the United States image in the world as a joke. That's what they're doing right now. And so that's why we, as it says in the book of Ephesians, we have to stand our ground every day. We need to pray continually. And yes, as I mentioned earlier, I've had the opportunity to pray for you this morning, and I will also do so. Here's a good praise report. Gene, the best man at my wedding, has recovered. He's about to go back to work. And Jimmy basically is improving in the hospital. Please continue to pray for Jimmy. He's, he's got some serious issues right now with his breathing, and we've got to continue to pray for him. All right, Austin, what do you think, and what's your next story? Oh, that was exceptional, especially exactly, and you nailed it on the head. That, in my opinion, is the exact reason why the United States has been turned into a mockery, all the way from bumbling buffoon, getting on his knees, and bowing to the minister of Israel, all the way to the gigantic, epic failure of Afghanistan. And I, as I've said repeatedly, and I've had numerous individuals that are retired and current in the military that have talked to me about that, and every single one of them had been 100% in agreement that that was not an accident. We have some of the most effective surveillance technology in the entire world that is well surpassed its legal limits in the United States. We can watch, we can monitor, we can hear, we can do anything we want to anybody in the entire world. It, just, it is what it is now. There's a reason why there's a, what, a $450 million, billion dollar data gathering center, a $45 million center out in Utah, the DNSA, dragnets every single piece of information the entire world goes through it with algorithms. I mean, we didn't build that because it's a cool-looking building. We built it because we monitor and spy on everybody in the entire world. But yet we're told that Afghanistan was just an accidental failure and a bad pullout, and that's why we accidentally left 
hundreds of thousands of machine guns and 20,000 frag grenades and 5,000 claymores and Simtex and C4 and Blackhawks and MRAP. Oh, yeah, just, the list goes down the line. Uh, we just accidentally left that because, you know, it was, it was one of those whoopsies. We forgot that pallet behind. Now, it was very clear what we were supposed to do there, and we did it. And the United States is being made a mockery of in front of the entire world on purpose. And Dad just nailed it on the head, and I talked about this with Doug on Friday with the algorithms. After Biden, bumbling buffoon, did that little teleprompter speech the other day and basically said that their patience is wearing thin with unvaccinated individuals, which if you guys got a glimpse of that – he pretty much – that was a declaration of war on the United States populace that's awake, by the way, if nobody picked up on that. That was some of the most extremely violent propaganda I've ever seen televised from a sitting president. And yet we're supposed to believe that January 6th was a giant coup of the United States government. Like Dad said, they brought the patriots into one place, and now they have arrested over 500 of them, still being held, by the way, without bail. None of them were able to bond out. None of them. They're holding all of them. We're at eight months now, nine months. We're just going to hold them in a gulag up there for a decade. But we have a sitting president that just read from a teleprompter that essentially if you're not injected with experimental gene therapy, you're essentially an enemy of the state is what he implied. And that's where they're taking this. And with the Chinese military literally frothing at the mouth right now. Because remember, the Chinese have come in for years and been buying up real estate all over the world, especially the United States. South, uh, where is it? Um, uh, New Mexico has been a huge area. They've been buying up all types of real estate out there. They're waiting for the United States to collapse. And people go, well, the Chinese are doing this, Chinese are doing that. Like, that always happens. Dude, the bankers. The bankers run China. We got that. China is being set up to be the next leader and the new world order. That's what they're poisoning them for. You can you can see it all over the screen. They're telling us what they're going to do. China has been a very, very good little communist country. Their populace has been very, very indoctrinated and well-controlled with their social credit score. And they've pretty much implied to them that, hey, you guys are going to lead the way when it comes to the new world order because you guys have been such good communists. And that's where they're continuing to take this. And when you see stuff like mandatory injections or you're going to be terminated, but by the way, Congress is exempt. They don't, they don't have to get the shot. That right there in and of itself should hit everybody in the face so hard it feels like you got in a fight. The fact that they're blatantly saying Congress and White House staff and anybody essentially in the administration is fully exempt from ever getting an injection – but, hey, you, you, you got to get the shot because, you know, it's for your protection. Well, why is it for my protection? Why, why do I need the shot? If everybody else is getting the shot and it's so effective, why do I need it? Well, it's because it has nothing to do with safety or health or protection. It has everything to do with control and coercion and consent. They want everybody to consent to this. And we're watching this happen in real time right now. We're watching people actually get in line to get the shot that they know not only doesn't work, but there's a high probability it's going to make them sicker and sicker and sicker. Perfect example, Israel. I mean, that, that's a textbook example of why you don't keep getting the shot. 
but yet they keep telling everybody, you got to get it for your protection. You got to get it for your protection. It's you for everybody else's protection. Well, as we're starting to see very clearly, it's never about protection when one group wants to dominate another group. Always remember that. That's what this comes down to at the end of the day. Every single time in history, every single time, this is recorded history. You can look this up. Every single time there's a giant conflict, there's a giant problem, war. It's always about one group wanting to control and dominate another group. That's, that's the premise. That's the basis that it always comes down to. And, you know, when they were getting the Germans and the gypsies and the Jews and they were taking them together and they said, dude, listen, you got to get on these trains. They didn't tell them that they were going to Auschwitz to get machine gunned and that basically their bodies were going to be dumped. They didn't tell them that, guys. They didn't say, oh, yeah, by the way, just let you know, when you get on this train, when you get to the concentration camp, we're going to starve you. doesn't matter if you're a German citizen. doesn't matter who you are. We're going to starve you. And then once we're done, we're basically going to let you die and shut the water off. They didn't tell them that. Read the research. Read the history. They told them, listen, the war is coming to your front. This is for your protection. You do not want to be in this battle. You do not want to be on the front lines when this war starts. You don't want this. This is for your protection. We're taking you to these camps. They're going to be protection camps. We're going to take you there. We're going to give you guys food. We're going to give you water. We're going to give you protection. Jump on the train. I promise you it's going to help you out. Trust us. And they jumped on the trains. That's exactly what they're doing now. Trust us. It's for your protection, guys. You, you don't want to be here with this COVID. You need to get the shot. You need to make sure you're protected because it's it's for your protection. I told my friend again last night we were talking because he said the exact same thing. My stance, he goes, I'm not, I'm not quitting. He goes, I'm not quitting at all. He goes, if they try to implement this at Lowe's, he said, we're just going to keep pushing back harder and harder. Until they either terminate us, I said, hardliners, you and me absolutely will not consent to this. He said, from my perception and everybody I know and I've talked to, he said, we're looking at about 20%. 20% of the store will not get this shot. I said, do you think they're going to terminate everybody? He said, absolutely not. He said, they're trying everything they can to get more staff in there because they have such a shortage. People are running OT every single weekend. Because they can't keep staff. They're trying to do everything they can. He goes, they literally would have to shut their store if they fired 20% of us. The whole store collapsed. Inventory management, everything would collapse. He said, our pro department does 45% of the sales of the store last month. And the three top pro guys in this group refused to get the shot. Exactly what Dad said a minute ago. Everybody has to start joining forces. In aspect of that and standing together and saying, no, 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 no. There's more of us than you. This is all about compliance. And what they're doing is they're looking at the algorithms, just like Ted said. They're watching people's response on social media. They're watching what people said on Twitter and Facebook after that bumbling buffoon teleprompter speech the other night. They're watching all of that in real time. And they're running spreads on it. They're running full-blown data graphs right in front of our eyes. And they're saying, okay, well, this many people like Biden's speech. This many people hated Biden's speech. This many people said they're not going to comply. And the thing about it is 
if everybody starts getting more vocal and stops acting like a bunch of slap-jawed morons and want to run around all the time and pretend that this is just going to disappear by putting your stupid mask on. So I've seen, so I'm still embarrassed on how many people are wearing masks when I go out in public. It's embarrassment to me. If everybody starts saying no, that changes the whole game because the algorithm kicks over. Lana the other day was on Facebook, and it was crazy. She put up a post simply asking if the COVID injection is so safe, according to the VAERS report, there's been 13,911 people that have died from the shot, and it's so effective, why in the world is everybody worried about other people getting it if you've been injected and you're protected? And, oh, man, she got eviscerated by some people. And I'll give her credit. She stood her ground in the comments. And to one point, this guy that claims to be a Christian on his Facebook page actually wrote back and made a comment on a public public post basically stating that if she really believes this nonsense, he essentially hopes her whole family gets sick. Who said? Then he came back two days later, yesterday, and apologized and said it was a typo, and he didn't mean to post that because he got so hammered because people actually started sending messages like, dude, what is wrong with you? Are you kidding me right now? Have we really reached a point to where society is actually cannibalizing itself? People are going out and wishing death and destruction and sickness on other people because they've decided not to have a medical injection put into them? Have we reached that point in society? We're getting there, and this is one of the specific goals that they've tried to do. We saw this last year with trying to make anybody that didn't wear a mask a villain. They did it to me. They did it to a lot of people. I know they did it to Ted all the time. Everywhere you go, you got literally demonized for not wearing a mask. This is what they're trying to do now. This is why they're making comments about the unvaccinated pandemic, and bumbling buffoon comes out and says <laughs> – and says. Our patience is wearing thin with the unvaccinated. Are you joking me right now? Is that even something that we should tolerate as an American populace? No, it's not. We have to continue to get this information out there and encourage everybody. They aren't going to fire everybody. They can't. They will not. They physically cannot handle it. The infrastructure would collapse in the business sector, and they know this. That is why they're trying to coerce people into getting the shot through threats. So again, I encourage everybody, stand strong in your convictions. That's why I said this repeatedly last year. If you have a conviction, if you have a belief, if it's something that you hold strong to, do not compromise it under any circumstances because once you compromise that, it just goes downhill. And the next one, the next one, the next one. That's why I said on the Hagman show on Friday, Israel now is trying to get their fourth booster shot. Do you really think if you comply now with this idiotic mandate, which is not a law, by the way, a mandate to coerce everybody to get injected with the Pfizer shot and then the booster shot and then the fourth shot, you think it's going to stop with the fifth shot, the sixth shot? Oh, yeah, the pills that Pfizer's coming up with? Yeah. It doesn't end. Once you give a bully an inch and you comply, they will always take miles from you until they take everything. That is what we can never allow to happen. Not on our watch. Not today, Deb. What do you think? Uh, you're right, Austin. I mean, it's, it's what we've told you so many times. The Kabbalists who run Israel don't like the Jews. 
the Kabbalists who run Israel, they're not Jewish. They're Satanists. They are the synagogue of Satan, according to the book of Revelation. They claim to be Jews, but they are not. They are the synagogue of Satan. And this group that's the synagogue of Satan, they're comprised of all kinds of people. You know, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, they're not Jewish, but they're part of the synagogue of Satan. You know, all of this, these groups that are at the upper levels, you know, these Kabbalist groups, you know, Donald Trump's daughter, they're all part of the synagogue of Satan. And we need to understand that, and we need to understand who we need to point out. You know, it, it's, it's crazy because, you know, you got this 2080 rule. You know, Chase is saying that 20% of the people are going to stand over there in Lowe's, and they're not going to put up with this nonsense. And it's always like that in every organization, isn't it? 20% of the people in the church support 80% of the giving. 80% of the people in church support 20% of the giving. And you can break it down another notch. The 20% that are left at these major organizations, it'll be 2080 on those guys, too, who are really the hardcore standing people. What does that mean? Well, that means that about 4% of the people, you know, 20 times 20 is going to be basically the group that really stands against the whole thing and not do it. Like I said to you guys earlier, it's the remnant. And we need to understand you know, that this slack-jawed group that is continuing to compromise and compromise and compromise and compromise, you know, they're all becoming part of this COVIDian cult. Yeah, yesterday we were coming back from the hotel down in Sarasota, and literally every mile on the interstate there was a 5G tower, first on the left side, then on the right side, on the left side, on the right side, all the way back. And you look out into the distance, you can see them as far as the eye could see. These were all put up in the middle of the lockdown, so we wouldn't know what was going up around us. We have got a complete control grid put up around all of us because they want to control our thoughts and our minds. You know, I've talked to my father-in-law the other day, and he got unbelievably angry at me because I had not vaccinated my family because he's had the vaccine, and his wife's had the vaccine, and she's had the booster vaccine. Okay, i got to ask you guys a question. Now, I'm not saying this is true just yet, but how do we know this graphene oxide that's in these shots – is it connecting these people into a hive mind? Hmm? There's a question, isn't it? How do we know we're not going back to Genesis chapter 6? Because Jesus told us we're going back to Genesis chapter 6, where every thought was evil all of the time. Why is there such hatred towards the people that haven't had the shot? Are these people suffering with post-shot dissidents in which they're very upset that they took the kill shot? Now they're looking at the VAERS report. Or is the fact that they're being mind-controlled? Did I say that? Yeah, I did. How do we know they're not being mind-controlled now because they're loaded with graphene oxide? How do we know this isn't the beta test to see how much control they can put on these people? And, you know, it, it's interesting to me because Austin talked about, you know, the train to Auschwitz, take the, take the last train to Auschwitz. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. His name's Tom. And I met him at the Stable Cafe at the Biltmore State years ago. He's a good friend. I mean, I text, text him all the time. And I didn't know this, but he does improv, and he actually does voice interpretations and all kinds of other things, and he's brilliant at what he does. And so I asked him, I said, put together a little thing for me about the last train to Auschwitz. And he said, sure, I could do that for you. So he sent me a little, how should I say, I would call it a satire of what happened to the Jews and the Christians and the gypsies who were loaded on the train to Auschwitz. And I, I want you guys to hear this, just as a brief moment of levity and satire for the show today. 
Yeah, I just played that. How about that? Why did I do that? Because I've had enough. We've got to stand our ground. We've got to realize that we have to make fun of these clowns for trying to do this. When you start making fun of these cabalists for what they're doing, they hate that. They absolutely hate it. That's why I believe that Dr. Mendelssohn has such a short lifespan. That's why I believe George Carlin checked out. Why? Because when you basically start making them a parody and making people realize what they are and who they are, you start to see them for the insects they are and the fact that they have no authority over us as Christians. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to start playing those all the time with Tom on the air because we're going to make a parody of this. We're going to make a satire out of this because it's to the point now that it's become satirical. It's to the point now that these people that are running this planet are basically setting up a Covidian cult of people who really want to believe that if you're not vaccinated, that you need to die. You think, well, that's awful. Well, you saw it with Atlanta. Everybody you know, wishes everybody, the whole family would come down with COVID. There's a really good article from the Burning Platform, and it's called COVID's Willing Executioners. And he goes on to say, a few weeks ago, three friends on Facebook told me they wished for my death. One of them I really didn't know. He freaked out when I calmly suggested that there were viable treatment options for those with COVID. He responded, stay out of my life. I hope you get COVID and die. These are the ones that are climbing on the train to Auschwitz. The other two friends were people that I knew in college 45 years ago. One was my freshman year roommate, and the other guy introduced me to my first wife. He suggested that I prove Darwinian's theory and perish from the virus. The other just basically said that I deserved what was coming as an unselfish, unvaccinated science denier. Because I know Facebook is certainly not the ideal place for reasonable discourse. As a psychologist, however, I do find it interesting example in an extreme way of the thinking and the behaving. And I also believe my experience with friends wishing for my demise is not unusual amongst those on the side of the fence in this debate, at least not unusual in thought. As we all know, Facebook is a place of no inhibition. However, that said, I do believe it's a grave concern that human beings can be manipulated into this dark manner of thinking and feeling. The operative word here is manipulate. Now, guys, think about this for a second. His friends of 45 years are wishing him dead. Dr. Mark McDonald, a prominent psychiatrist, he wrote it this way. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. Whoa, what? A pandemic of the unvaccinated? 
has emerged as an expression of propaganda meant to provoke anger towards those who exercise medical choice in deferring or refusing the experimental vaccine. It is meant to isolate, to shame, and to humiliate anyone who will not agree to surrender to medical autonomy of the state. It intentionally divides Americans against one another while simultaneously distracting attention from the medical reality of poor vaccine efficacy and vaccine harm. The expression is devoid of scientific meaning but full of coercive psychological power. It must be challenged. And he goes on to discuss what happened with the Stanford prison experiment of the Milgram's obedience studies at Yale and how they were willing to kill other people who were participants in the study because someone told them to do it. Now, this is, again, being used in the United States right now to divide us. It's to create the next United States civil war. I'm telling you what's going to happen here. In fact, there's another really good article I wanted. It, it, it was by Martin Armstrong, and it said, is it time to leave the U.S.? That is a very important question. It'll be top of the list of topics. In 2024, 2024, and 2032, we are facing global separatist movements that are not confined to the United States. Everywhere from North America to Europe and Asia, there are signs of tremendous stress that are unfolding along historical lines of separation. I have been shaking every tree to try to ascertain what is in this vaccine that has government so insistent that everyone must be vaccinated for a disease that has a mortality rate of less than 1%. And it's typically the same people who die of the flu and pneumonia. I do not believe that those in government think that everyone who takes this vaccine will die in two to three years. They seem to believe that this is a way to control people. Nonetheless, the real problem here is that these vaccines may not be all the same. There are people that have had magnets stick to the places where they've gotten shot. Others do not. Why? Some believe that there are differences in the vaccines and that gates behind that to thin the herd. Nothing can be firmed. It is all wild rumor. What I do not like is that the politicians have been brought all because they have been totally screwed up. To, I'm going to repeat this. I got this. I got I twisted this. What I do not like is that the politicians have been bought all because they have totally screwed up the world's financial system by borrowing endlessly with no intentions of paying anything back. And he's right. He's exactly right. This whole thing goes back to the Federal Reserve Bank and its never-ending, ceasing, how should I say, degradation of the U.S. dollar. I mean, it's pretty awful when you stop and think about it that we have all of these people in the United States right now that are basically supposedly in our leadership positions that have bowed down like, Biden did to the president of Israel, just thought I'd mention on his knees again, look at the video, look at the pictures, and we need to realize that the, that Israel is the fiefdom of the Rothschild banking cartel, this group of Satanists that run the planet, and Israel is their template and their test site now of seeing how many population people they can kill with these vaccines, because remember, they claim to be Jews, but they are not. They are of the synagogue of Satan, and yes, I said it again. Be very, very important. You need to know who rules you and who rules this planet. This is planet Rothschild, like I talked about on Friday. It has been controlled by this ancient group of Canaanite followers for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. God inserted Jesus into the timeline to stop this mess and to give us some breathing space to allow us to basically to come back to him and to protect us from the evil one, like it says in the Lord's Prayer. And that's who we have to rely on. When Jesus tells you in Ephesians to stand your ground, what do you think he means? 
He means stand your ground. It's just that simple. We don't need Bible interpretation or a Schofield reference Bible to tell us what that means. No. We've got to stand our ground. We know something's right in God's eyes, and it's wrong by what the Scripture says. And the Scripture says, don't do this, don't do that. you got to stand your ground. You've got to stand for what the Word of God says. And when the government tells you to do something contrary to God's Word, you've got to go with God's Word, period. It's just what it is. Government tells you abortion is legal. No, it's not. God's Word says it's not. It's not okay. Abortion is a form of human sacrifice to Baal and to Moloch and to Asherah that was done over and over again by the children of Israel and ancient Israel in the Old Testament. It never stopped. This same group was running Jeffrey Epstein with his altar, his altar stone on his island. And I've said this dozens of times. I'm going to say it again. Jeffrey Epstein raped and had thousands of girls raped. Where are they? Only a few dozen have come forward. Only a few dozen. The rest are like vanished. Well, they're probably not vanished. They're probably dead, sold into sex slavery or sacrificed. We know this group still runs the planet. We need to understand that. And if we open up our eyes and we see it, we'll understand why they want us all to get onto that last train to Auschwitz. And they'll meet us at the station with Zyklon B. They'll meet us at the station with more MK Ultra. They'll meet us at the station with a huge death shot. Oh, that's right, isn't it? They don't even have to meet us at the station with a death shot, do they? You take that death shot, you are getting on the train to Auschwitz. Wow. Austin, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? Well, that's exactly right. And as we're watching this in real time, and we've seen repeatedly now, I've talked about the research and individuals I personally know of what they're doing in the hospitals now with the remdesivir and also what they're doing with other drugs and they're watching people get unbelievably sick and get worse and worse and worse with the drugs that they're pumping into them and we're seeing now research that just came out from a graduate from Yale University who obtained a PhD from Princeton and an MD from John Hopkins University that just published a paper in which she concludes that mandating the public to take a vaccine is not only harmful and damaging, but clearly demonstrates the shot does not work to prevent infection or the transmission. She explained in a published paper that vaccines are aimed to achieve two events, protect the vaccinated person against an illness and keep vaccinated people from carrying the infection and transmit it to others. That has always been the staple of the two main priorities of a vaccine. And she goes, the herd immunity will not be reached through vaccination because there's no research in any setting that is showing the variants produce a viral load to which they are as high as the vaccinated populace compared to the unvaccinated populace. And what she's talking about here is that there's no data, there's no science, there's no research, there's nothing to back up the concept that if you got vaccinated and if this shot was 100% effective and safe, that it would still have any inclination that it would stop the spread of things because there is no research. And the fact that the vaccine causes you to get sick in most cases, it doesn't protect you from the virus, and it doesn't stop you from spreading it, it is by therefore classified no longer as a vaccine it is classified as a research 
injection. It is essentially seen as a medical experiment. There's nothing to even make this fall into the definition of a vaccine under any circumstances at all. That's one of the reasons why it's so irritating to hear me or to hear other people talk about this. And they bring up, well, this is a vaccine. It's not a vaccine, dude. We're completely and totally lied to. This is nothing even remotely close to an inge- a vaccine. It's experimental RNA gene therapy injection. That's what it is. And once everybody gets that, once that concept becomes clear in your brain, you then fully understand what's happening. Why in the world do you think they're putting the fences back up in Washington, D.C.? A lot of people haven't seen that. You know, They had the gigantic 10-foot-tall security fence armed armed security around the entire Capitol all the way up until uh, July. July. They had the big old security fences over there. Okay. Well, they now have stated that they are reinstalling all of the fences around the entire U.S. Capitol after they just took them down a month and a half ago. Why? Why is it they allegedly putting them up? Because on September 18th, there's a giant rally up there where people are insanely mad and they're throwing a huge rally because there's almost 600 people who are being charged with federal crimes for walking into a public building and being charged with felonies and not being released on bail, like I mentioned earlier. Because, remember, D.C. is its own entity, and it's not part of the United States. A lot of people fail to realize that. It is the district. It is not a state. It does not fall under any regulations with the United States of America. It is exempt from all of that. Your law, your rules, your rights do not exist in D.C., period. That's why they're holding people for the last eight, nine months under federal charges for walking into a public building. This is what they're doing, and now they're terrified that people are starting to stand up. And so what do they do? They put their 10-foot-tall fences again to protect them. So that way, nobody you know, nobody can do anything. You can't walk into the Capitol building again. You can't make a stand. And this is being used, and this will always be used now. January 6th will forever be used as a, another 9-11 incident, even though it was nothing even remotely close to that. But it will be used as an excuse to continually violate people's freedoms and put more and more restrictions and security around the very people that are trying to dominate and control the U.S. populace, as you can clearly see right now with a 10-foot fence being put up around the Capitol. So again, I encourage everybody, get your voice out there. Make yourself heard. The algorithms, the comments, the, the tweets, everything, all this stuff gets algorithmed. And the more that we push back and the more that we say no and the more that we continue to not comply with anything, the more they take a step back and go, okay, well, listen, we've got to rethink our strategy here. There's a reason why the television was patented as a mind control device under the U.S. patent from the 50s. They use it to control your thinking, your actions, your behavior. It's very clear once you understand it. That's why I've said for years now, I don't, I don't have television. I have no television at all. I have internet. That's it in my house. I'm not paying money to have pharmaceutical ads shoved in my face. That's one of the reasons why I got so sick of it. A, there's nothing ever on TV. 
all you do is scroll through stuff half the time. And B, every time you find something on TV that you may want to watch, every five minutes there's an eight-minute drug commercial. And you're like, this is cool. I'm literally sitting here paying money. Think about that for a second. You're paying money to watch pharmaceutical ads. I mean, that's pitiful when you think of it that way. Golly. So thank you, my friends, for supporting Health Masters and keeping your immune system strong and getting the news and truth out there. Thank you for your support. If you guys need anything at all, be sure to give us a call, healthmasters.com. We're always here to help you out the best we possibly can, and we encourage everybody, speak your mind and hold to your convictions about what's really going on. I can't say that any more sincerely. Be sure to check out the product of the week, the Sublingual B12, our methacobalamin formula. Great, great product on the website, healthmasters.com, product of the week on sale for 10% off right now. Be sure to vote for what you want to see win on uh, Wednesday. You guys vote. It wins. A lot of stuff's been popping up, B-Complex, eyesight, memory support, so be sure to check that out as well. And thank you for forwarding our show and getting this information. There's a reason why we don't have ads on the show, no commercials on the show, because we have great Health Masters family. Thank you again for your support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Talk to you guys again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.